He does not play for the Nationals. That song is old, but whatever. Uh, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the SMG Podcast. I am your host, Sean. Uh, I know it's been a while. I'm sorry. I, I know my last podcast was the NFL preview, but um, I am back better than ever. Uh, I've been caught up with school stuff. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to... This isn't going to be too long or anything. I just wanted to go over if, uh, some stuff that's uh, happened between now and... And my last podcast, and I just want to say real quick, is that uh, literally about 10 minutes ago, uh, Mahomes had a scary injury on the field. He might have, uh, he suffered a knee injury. He's not playing for the rest of the game, and he might be out for a while. I just want to, uh, first of all, this confirms the Madden curse is real. Second, I just want to say uh, I hope he's not injured because uh, I really like Mahomes. He's a great quarterback, and uh, it's bad for football if you have players like this going down. It just is. But anyway, uh, I want to jump right into. I wanted to jump into what the Eagles are doing right now. I just have it, it's just there's been so much crap going on, uh, like. I I'm kind of wish that I didn't wasn't busy. I was gonna make I was gonna make like two or three podcasts, uh, talking about the Eagles, and then I'm like, nah, like, it's just super. Like, let's go. I'll go over each game. How about that? I'll go over each game. Uh, week one, you have uh Redskins. They were down, uh, by a lot early. They made the secondary made Case Keenum look like Joe Montana, but they came back. Jackson had a two really big touchdowns, and everybody was like, oh my god, this is great. Week two, against the Falcons, everybody on the team got injured. I, I felt like, it felt like every player at some point was in the medical tent. Wentz was in for, Wentz was in it for a little bit, and then Jeffrey and Jackson both were out at that game. Jackson hasn't been back since. Jeffrey only missed the rest of the game and one other game. Thankfully, and then uh, our that which made our number one receiver Aguilar, um, and I want to clarify something real quick. I don't think Aguilar is a bad player. Uh, I the 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 thing about Aguilar is that if you're relying on him by himself to make big plays, he, he's I, I he's just not that kind of guy. Um, it's it's an odd situation because he's not a first round. We get, took him in the first round, and he's not a first round type of guy. Uh, there's nothing you can do about that, really. It's just you know, he didn't pan out quite the way we wanted him to. But you know, I I I do think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. Um, so I was talking about the Falcons game. They lost that game. You know, uh, Aguilar dropped the touchdown. What would have been probably would have been a touchdown, and then they couldn't. Uh, finish off the final drive. Week three, uh, they go in. They go into Green Bay. No, that that was week four. Uh, they faced the Lions, and the Lions completely upset them. Uh, that was a bad loss. I like because the the Lions were practically handing them the game, and we just couldn't capitalize. It was it just was ugly football. Um. It's it was just a bad game, green. Uh, next week in Green Bay, they came in, surprised the Packers, got the two and two. Um, 
Jeffrey was that was a Jeffrey's game back. He had a he had a big game. Actually, it, the the ground game was the uh, big thing here, and then you have the. Uh, who got the interception? I think it was Nigel Bradham got the interception in the end zone off Aaron Rodgers with a deflection by... Was that was that corner? The corner filling in for Maddox. Speaking of Maddox, he had a scary hit. Um, and uh, he's... Thankfully, he's okay. He'll probably be back soon, which is, very, which is good. Um, and then finally... Or uh, not finally... Next, the next week. Who do they play next week? They play the Jets. What I think they play the Jets. Uh, they destroyed them. You know, you had uh, what's his name, Luke Falk playing. Uh, that was an easy win. And then you have week six where, uh, it, it's funny. I did nothing but talk crap on Kirk Cousins my last podcast, my NFL season preview. Then he comes in and completely torches the Eagles like. Making me eat my words. I still think he's not that good, but he uh, shut me up, so props to him. Uh, anyway, previewing this game coming up between the Eagles and Cowboys, it's by far the most important game of the year, and it might be. It end- Now, I think uh, the uh, our next meeting against Dallas at home will be probably have bigger implications, but this game, it- it's big. It's... Uh, both teams are tied for first in the East right now, and both teams have struggled immensely over the past few weeks, um, and both teams are hard to get a read on. Like, w- what exactly are they? The Cowboys have lost three straight games. Last week they lost to the o- who the uh, Owen four Jets. Uh, it was, or was it Owen? I don't know. It was Owen four Owen five whatever. Um, but it, like both teams are sputtering, and one of the, the both teams desperately need a win. Uh, here's the key to what the Eagles have to do. They have to first of all the, the biggest problem. This has been over the past two years, uh, last season and especially this season, is that the Eagles have had except for a few, few games, they've had slow starts on offense. You can't do that against the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a, admittedly, really good defense, and they have a decent offense. A decent offense. Uh, the thing is, you have to attack them early because, like, you can't be start scoring like halfway through the second quarter. That's not going to cut it this this time. Um, they got to come out strong. Carson has got a Jackson. The thing, the weird thing about Jackson, Jackson's been out like a weirdly long amount of time. Like it started out as a groin injury, then they switched it to an abdomen injury, and he's been out since week two. And uh, everybody thinks he's gonna be back this week, and now they're saying he 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 didn't practice, and now they're saying he might not be back. It's hard to say. He so he might be back. He might not be back. It's it's weird if. If he is in the game, that makes all the difference. But um, either way, uh, now this week, Darby apparently is coming back, which uh, say whatever you want about him. He's better than what we currently have right now. And also, I think Mills is coming back. Here's the thing. Uh, last week, 
the secondary was awful. It's been bad, but la- like especially last week. It was just absolute. There's no sugarcoating it. They were horrendous last week. They can't, they couldn't communicate with each other. Um, they weren't, they couldn't cover guys properly. They weren't getting their assignments down. It was just, it's just not what you would expect from an NFL corner or NFL defensive back. Um, it's a shame because we have two really, really good safeties and uh, Rodney McLeod and Malcolm Jenkins and even uh, Sandejo. He's a, uh, he's, is the, uh, you know, rota- rotating guy. He's pretty good. But our corners are just... We're just in a shamble at cornerback right now. Sidney Jones... Um, it's a shame because Sidney Jones, he just looks completely lost out there. It's a sh- it's funny because in college, he prided himself on being a smart corner, always on his feet, um, like just always thinking on the field, and it's the complete opposite now. He just looks completely lost. He can't uh, cover double moves correctly, and that's a, that's been the biggest play of this team. They, <coughs> excuse me, they can't cover they can't cover guys doing double moves, like like if you get beat on double move every now and again, okay, whatever. But Jones got like beat on double move at the four yard line at the four yard line when you. Like he didn't even like get it to, and it was an easy touchdown. Who was it? Was it? It might have been Thielen. I I don't feel like looking it up right now, but I think I'm pretty sure it was Thielen. It was an easy touchdown, and Jones looked like a looked like a moron. Uh, and then you have here's the thing about, and then you have Russell Douglas who also started last week. The thing about Russell Douglas, I don't think he's that bad. Like, he's not he's not gonna wow you, but he he can make good plays when he needs to. Last week he just played. He he was bad. Like he was really bad. He couldn't cover Stefan. He was he was put against Stefan. Uh, excuse me. Can't talk. Stefan Diggs, and he just. He just couldn't do anything. He was just. He, I don't know what that there was. I think it was the second Diggs touchdown. He just, I don't know what he was covering. I know he was doing zone, and he thought maybe the, I guess he thought the safety was gonna get him but then he didn't and it was just uh, it was just a really bad situation uh but the, against Dallas uh Darby and Mills are coming back that that should help but you know it is what it is as for Dak um I would love to talk trash on Dak you know how much I love doing that but you know if I do uh, he's gonna throw for like four hundred fifty yards, so I'm not gonna I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Um, Zeke, except for like a couple games, hasn't really done much this year. He's been okay, but like, as for their offense, he hasn't been their biggest. He hasn't been their biggest producer. Also, Amari Cooper being out is a. I mean, I don't like players being injured, but it does help the Eagles in the sense that the Cowboys have. Probably their biggest playmaker um, out, which is pretty good. Uh, I hope he gets better, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, like I said, you got you got to strike early against the Cowboys. You can't be stalling out. You can't be ten, down 10 to nothing in the second quarter, then start 
coming out. You got to Wentz has a lot to prove in this game. I I'm I'll be backing him up all all the way. Uh So, yeah, that's that's really what I got to say. And uh I guess I could talk about the Phillies. Uh so they fired Gabe Kapler. The Boomers got their wish. And say what what you want about <coughs> Excuse me. Say what you want about Kapler, but he I, I it wasn't fair. it just Say what you want. He wasn't fair that he was fired. Think about it. Seven. They had the eight bull of the eight bullpen guys they had on opening day. One of them was still in the bullpen at the end of the season. One. That's just like everybody got everybody in the bullpen got injured or just weren't performing well, and then the starting pitching. Oh my god, the starting pitching. Like Clentac. You know, if anything, Klintek deserves to be fired. Like, he, he just, he's just bad. He's just, he didn't, he's, when he saw how bad our starting pitching was, he went out and got Jason Vargas, who's, eh, he's not going to help a bad starting pitching rotation, that's for sure. And he had a couple decent outings. He's not going to, he's going to, he'll, what he does, he throws five innings, uh, like set, he'll throw like 70, 80 pitches, um, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and then like he, when he saw how, I don't, I, I don't think he want, he saw us as a winning team from the start. Uh, at least when, at least that when he could make some trades because he didn't make any trades. I mean, if he didn't want to, if all, all the trades would involve Bohm or something like that. And he didn't want to trade Bohm or maybe like Spencer Howard, like okay, but I don't. You could have gotten like a pitcher without giving up those guys. You you know it's just it's just dumb. Uh, but you know, like I said, Kapler didn't deserve half the crap he got. He'd made he'd make decisions from time to time that I disagree with, but it's a and we're gonna hire like somebody who's. Literally, because here's the thing about, about managers. Managers have become a scapegoat for uh, bad front offices. And I'm not saying the all of the Phillies front office is bad, but, like, come on. It's, like, seriously. It, it's just, like, ma- managers are so replaceable in, in baseball. Like, rarely, like, who, when you think of the greatest managers, I mean, I guess you have Connie Mack. But uh, it's just like when you think of the greatest managers ever. Like, don't you think like some other like decent manager would also do a pretty good job? People think don't think Dave Roberts is a great manager, yet his team always goes to the playoffs every year. I know they always choke, but like, it, I mean, like they still make the like the Phillies. They don't even make the playoffs. Um. With does that make does that make Kepler an awful manager? No. Like, <laughs> it's just the players he was given. It was the offense underachieved all year. I think that that was a big problem. That had nothing to do with Kepler. The bullpen being absolute, uh, being made of glass and uh, pretty bad. That had nothing to do with Kepler. And literally all of the Philly starting rotation 
being god awful besides Nola and <coughs> Eflin like at times. It's just it's just not his fault. He had nothing to do with it. And he he got fired and I hope he finds a good job on some other team. It looks like he will. I saw that he was interviewing with like the Cubs and some other teams, so that's cool. And uh so anyway, best wishes to him. Uh, I appreciate what he did in his time here, even if some other people didn't. And um, uh, I guess that's all I really wanted to say. Um, uh, also, although before I end the podcast, I will say this: is that Angelo Cataldi and just and not just him, but like a bunch of Philly sports media guys, like on radio. Like, I, I know what Angelo is. He is, he's given like half a million dollars a year to spout crap for four hours in the morning and then uh, get his paycheck and leave. Like, he, I don't think he believes half the stuff he says. And the, the worst part is, now, <laughs> I have a confession to make. I sometimes listen to the morning show on the way to school. Uh, only because like it, I just think it's I think I just sometimes I like hearing crap. All right, um, and the call. Oh my god, these callers are like the definition of a boomer. They are like this morning. Uh, there was a guy. He was criticizing Howie Roseman, which in of itself isn't like. If you want to criticize him for not getting Ramsey, whatever. I mean, it is it is what it is. But then he started saying, like, all these players that Howie signed to big contracts aren't performing well. And he was talking about how Brandon Graham was stealing money. How is Brandon Graham stealing money? Even Angelo, even Angelo called him out on this. And the, the king of bad takes called out a guy on his god-awful take. Like... Brandon Graham has probably been our best player on defense this year. Fletcher Cox, uh, the problem with uh, Fletcher is that he's getting double teamed on almost every play. And uh, even then, he's he's been underachieving a bit. Uh, and Vinny Curry just hasn't been playing that well. But Brandon Graham has... The other thing, he's Brandon Graham's been playing out of position. He's been playing at uh, a lot of tackle. Uh, which, granted, he's been doing a decent job at it. But, like, it's just all these callers are these awful, awful, awful takes. And uh, an absolute, a moron running the show, a guy who should have retired 15 years ago. Um, it's just just a lot of crap. But, you know, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you all for watching. I might start doing a thing where I just uh, start, I'll make, like, a separate thing where I preview Eagles games and then uh, do, like, a thing for afterwards where I recap it. Um, just to let you guys know. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. This has been the SMG Podcast. I'm your host, Sean, and I'll see you next time. See you guys later.